and welcome to Quick Click Podcast for Tuesday the 15th of June. I've been waiting for this one for quite a while. We have a little bit of pre-tour news. We've got Jez Cox back with an eagerly awaited instalment of his tactics series. And racing's back on the menu, boys. Two pieces of news from two teams ahead of Le Tour, and they are that Bora Hansgrohe will have joint leaders for the second Grand Tour of the year in Peter Sagan and Wilco Kelderman. Pascal Ackman has not made the eight-man selection after a winless year, while Emmanuel Bookman is fit enough to make a return to racing after he crashed out of the Giro. Those three are joined by Daniel Oss, Niels Pollitt, Lucas Postelberger, Patrick Conrad and Ida Schelling. And over in the Israel Startup Nation camp, they've confirmed that Michael Woods, fresh from winning the Mountains classification at Tour de Suisse last week, he will lead the team. And he will have support from four-time Tour winner Chris Froome as the team's road captain, with Daryl Impey unavailable through injury. We just need Cavendish to get the nod from Patrick Lefebvre and his accountant, and it's 2016 all over again. For the day's racing action, we'll head first to northern Italy for the first of three stages at Adriatica Ionica, Il Sotterrota della Senarissima. 185.3 kilometres today from Trieste, heading northwest to the day's only climb at San Michele del Calcio, a Cat 3 climb at 30 kilometres in, before continuing along the edge of the Triglav National Park, marking the border with Slovenia, and then heading due west through Mozuro to Aviano. A slight downhill finish on a circuit the 110 riders would tackle twice in a finishing loop in the city at the foot of the Dolomites. Four riders went into the day's early break ahead of the climb. Diego Sevilla of Iolo Cometa, Luca Rastelli of Copac Balan, Mattia Donega of Team Friuli and David Catalan of Zalf Euromobile. They opened up a gap just shy of two minutes come the summit. Sevilla first over the top there to claim the mountains jersey and they were still leading by the intermediate sprint in Morozzo 70 kilometres later which Catalan took for maximum points with the gap at three and a half minutes by the halfway point of the stage having originally been out over five. Hitting the bell lap in Aviano, the quartet still had a 50 second lead and it took the peloton until the final two and a half kilometres to finally reel them back in. Into the final K and with a bunch sprint looming and with only one World Tour team at the race, and that's Astana, eyes were on the national Italian squad to deliver and deliver they did. David Cimolai, the lead out for Elia Viviani to have his arms in the air for his 80th professional win, second of the year and first win on Italian soil since Tirreno Adriatico in 2019. Second for 20-year-old David Persico of Colpac Balan, and third for Vincenzo Albanese or Viola Cometa in his first race since the Giro. A brutal finish to tomorrow's second stage. 125 kilometres of reasonably flat terrain, with just a short kick of a climb at Combai as the race rolls out from Vittorio Veneto along the edge of the Venetian Prealps, and then it goes up Monte Grappa. You'll remember that climb from Quintana's 2014 Giro-winning time trial. It's 19 kilometres of climbing at an average of 8.1%, with a morale-testing false-flat 4k from the top before it kicks back up over 12. Ouch. And into France for the day's second race, the 82nd edition of Paris Camembert. 210 kilometres this year from Pont-Ordemer, rolling through Jura and Calvados country to Camembert before heading north out of the town to three finishing circuits around nearby Liverot, each tackling the 8% slopes of Butte de Fondits. Coverage of this was quite hard to find today, but what we do know is that two riders went early on, three others bridged across, but it all came back together with two local laps to go, and then four riders broke away. At time of recording, we've only got the top four confirmed, so we'll assume that they were it. Dorian Godon of AG2R made it back-to-back wins at this race, with no non-Frenchman winning here since Valverde in 2008. Godon's four professional wins have come at this race twice, this year and last year obviously, and at the prologue of Bucos de la Mayenne twice as well. 
Five wins for 82R across the team this year. Second for Pierre-Luc Perichon of Cofidis, that was a two-up sprint to the line, and then 45 seconds later, Jeffrey Bouchard made it a double podium for 82R, coming home third, a bike length from Lars Vandenberg of Groupama FDJ. And then five or six seconds, a dozen or so riders thundering home in a reduced bunch sprint for the minor places. Just three of the last 39 riders to stand on the podium of Paris-Cambert haven't been French. Maurice Lamatink last year, Andrea Vendram in 2018, and Alexander Efimkin back in 2009. Highlights from this race will be on GCN tomorrow with commentary from Jez Cox, who you're about to hear right now. Over the last 19 weeks, Jez has been providing us with an A to Z series of road racing tactics, each with a fascinating tale from his career in coaching, racing and professional race commentary. Buckle yourselves up for a ride today though, here's Jez with part S. We do recommend listening to the next six minutes on headphones or Bluetooth speakers rather than through your phone. You can catch Jez on Twitter at Jezcox, J-E-Z-C-O-X. We're at QuickLinkPod, and we would love to hear your feedback. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen of the class of 21, wear sunscreen. If I could offer you only one tip for your cycling, sunscreen would be it. The long-term benefits of sunscreen have been proved by scientists, whereas the rest of my advice has no basis more reliable than my own cycling experience. I will dispense this advice now. Enjoy the power and beauty of DI2. Oh, never mind, you will not understand the power and beauty of DI2 until the battery dies. But trust me, in 20 years you'll look back at photos of races and recall in a way you can't grasp now how much bigger the levers were and just how silly long socks looked. You are not as slow as you imagine. Don't worry about power files, or worry that no, the worrying is as effective as trying to fix a sidewall puncture using bubblegum. The real ways to get faster are apt to be things that cannot be measured on your Garmin device. The kind that gets you banned from Strava and Zwift on the same day. Do one thing every ride that scares you. Shave. Don't be reckless with other people's track pump. Do not put up with people who are reckless with yours. Wax. Don't waste your time on ceramic. Sometimes you're ahead, sometimes you're behind. The race is long, and in the end, it's only with yourself. Remember the thread directions of bolts and nuts. If you succeed in doing this, tell me how. Keep your old race numbers, throw away your old spinach bars, stretch. Don't feel guilty if you don't know yet what kind of rider you are. The most interesting riders I know didn't know at 22 how to shorten a new chain. Some of the most interesting 40 year olds I know still don't. Get plenty of water, be kind to your knees, you'll miss them when they're gone. Maybe you'll win, maybe you won't. Maybe you'll get kudos, maybe you won't. Maybe you'll start your own podcast. Maybe you'll dance the funky chicken at your club's annual dinner. 
Whatever you do, don't caffeinate yourself too much or chafe yourself either. Your attacks are half chance. So are everybody else's. Enjoy your training. Do it every way you can. Don't be afraid of hills. In fact, make them your friend. They are the greatest training aid you will ever use. Squat, even if you have nowhere to do it but in your own living room. Read the road book, even if you don't remember it. Do not read training blogs. They will only make you feel lazy. Brother and sister together will make it Get to know the old boys, you never know when they'll be gone for good. Be nice to your teammates, they're your best chance of a spare two, and the people most likely to push you when you bonk. Understand that races will come and go, but a precious few will go your way. Work hard to bridge the gaps in physiology and aerodynamics. For as the older you get, the more you'll wish you tried harder when you were young. Race a criterium once, but stop before it makes you crash. Race a hill climb once, but stop before it makes you want to crash. Travel. Accept certain inalienable truths. Efforts will hurt, crashes will come, you too will get old. And when you do, you'll fantasize that when you were young, Racing was easy, commissaires were scary, and juniors respected their elders. Respect your elders. Don't expect anyone else to support you. Maybe you'll have a breakthrough. Maybe you'll have just one of those days. But you never know when your luck might run out. Don't mess too much with your nutrition, or by the time you're racing, you'll need a Demoulin. Be careful with whose tactics you use, but be patient when you try to deploy them. Tactics are a form of alchemy. Using them is a way of bluffing the pain from your legs and kidding others you're either stronger or weaker than you really are. But trust me, on the sunscreen. Just how do you follow that? I don't think I can. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to today's episode of QuickLink Podcast, your daily microdose of pro cycling news and results. We're online at quicklinkpod.co.uk and across social media at quicklinkpod. You can support this show by using the code QUICKLINK when you shop with veloskin.cc for all your chamois cream and skincare needs and also at efswheels.com where UK customers can get themselves a full set of tubeless-ready, full-carbon wheels for under £500. Please like and subscribe, share the show, and we'll be back with you tomorrow. Bye now.